The Invented World 19th century infrastructure, like the Fourth Bridge, needs constant maintenance to keep it up to date. From our perspective in the future, we can see how important it is to preserve 19th century megastructures like railway bridges, tube line tunnels, sewerage systems and dams. However, the intellectual capital, the raw thoughts that the Victorians left behind, recorded by their poets in epic poems with similarly mind-boggling structures, need to be saved as well. If this work did not occur, it is likely that a great deal of epic poetry, which few people have time to read in the future, would end up beneath the mental equivalent of the fourth estuary. Seminal English poet John Keats created the abandoned 19th century megapoem Hyperion. Like the bridge, the poem has three books which equate to the central supports over the fourth. The fourth book was never completed, meaning that the poem could not be put to use in a load-bearing capacity because it was dangerous and unstable. Earlier on in his career, Keats did complete a 4,000-line mega-poem, Endymion, which still has its original structural supports, the all-important fourth book. In this poem, Keats put 19th-century language to use by using rhymes to hold his sentences together, even though they didn't happen at the end of a phrase. Here are the first couplets. A thing of beauty is a joy forever. Its loveliness increases, it will never pass into nothingness, but still will keep a bower quiet for us and a sleep. By writing his sentences so that their full stops miss the supporting rhymes, Keats created an extendable verse form capable of covering huge distances, analogous to railway track. It is argued that this concept formed the basis of the approach to engineering adopted by leading railway engineers Isambard Kingdom Brunel and George Stevenson, and today is found in graphene. New Variant Conservatism It was on the 3rd of March 2021 that Laura Koonsberg first brought the term modern conservatives to the public's attention. She was talking about the Chancellor of the Exchequer's budget in a dispatch for BBC Radio and, as usual, ended her report with a question. Would the budget achieve this successful thing or a different unsuccessful thing? As ever, her answer was, time will tell. Her report was analysed by the Department for Authenticity in Public News Broadcasting and registered as typical, meaning that it was almost exactly the same as all of her other reports. 
It was only later, after the tapes were sequestrated by forensic aural detectives, that the term modern conservatives became apparent. It was like hearing new labour for the first time, said one detective. I couldn't believe it, said another. One minute I was going like blah bloody bloody blah Laura Kunisberg kind of thing. Then, pow, wait a minute, what's a modern conservative? Does it make sense? Is it a thing? The team looked it up and the best match their conceptual alignment algorithms could come up with was Harold Macmillan, an Etonian top hat wearer. In the future, which is now, the future has become an augmented reality in which it is possible for elements of the past to be brought forward as if using a TARDIS. Modern conservatism is a future-proof catch-all for the levelled-up roadmap that characterises the lumpy nature of governance in the age of everything. Middle. Class. Packages. Successive deviations from the roadmap of capitalism, work, get paid, spend money, make money, in which any or all of its key drivers can stop at any time, saw the patenting of the middle-class package, a box, usually of vegetables, all expensively nurtured and brought together in brown paper bags. These anonymous packages, free from the branding and the stigma associated with the unwanted outing overt brand preferentiation can bring with it, are reminiscent of the packaging historical figures who had sandwiches for school dinners used to wrap their packets of crisps, their slices of luncheon meat and, if they were in season, their chocolate buttons in before carrying them into the classroom. Now, in the future, middle-class packages are provided at great expense by shops that describe themselves as artisanal, organic and plastic-free. During a lockdown, a chemical spill or simply a breakdown in social order, middle-class packages containing hand-picked organic olives, wild rice, quinoa and vegan blocks can be flown in by helicopter using desiccated wood chip fuel to any middle class area where morale is slipping. Interestingly, uptake of middle class packages is region specific, almost street specific. Jesmond in Newcastle consumes three times the number of middle class packages preferred in neighbouring zones. York Britain's biggest middle-class package consumer, is often awash with brown paper after a flood or a military takeover. As one moves up the social scale, citizens who are well off enough to afford personal horses tend not to enjoy specifically middle-class food, preferring sweet pickled onions instead of olives, crisps and chocolate buttons. Out and about. Yate, well known as Bristol's baby sister, 
is untroubled by its big brother's links with the slave trade and tobacco manufacturing, and is a far cry from Bath, Yates' big sister who goes to university, and its Georgian terraces. Visitors have gathered in Bath since the time of Jane Austen to wonder about money and what to spend it on, and not to ask questions about where it came from. None of these things happen in Yate. Yate has been described as the Stoke Basing of the other end of the M4 by members of Basingstoke's reinstate Stoke Basing as the name for Basingstoke Society. It's a free, fair and easily reachable city in the making where innovation rules supreme. Yate is a centre for crime fiction production and its scientific community produce more patent applications than any other similar city. According to some inventors, an early prototype of the classy cutter, a rotary device for sculpting carrots, was invented in Yate. Similarly, the hosepipe junction box and the defibrillator for central heating boilers were created at Yate. And although Yate is bounded by the M4 and M5 at the northern end of Bristol, it is actually in Gloucestershire, giving it yet more autonomy. A key feature of Yates' contribution to the creative industries of the future is its legendary Gordano Services Society, a movement formed to commemorate the famous Gordano Poets, a group of men and women from Yate who turned their back on nearby Chipping Sodbury in search of adventure south of Bristol, in much the same way as Samuel Taylor Coleridge did in history. In the future, which is now, writers from Yate often work at the service station, sometimes to break the journey into Devon or Cornwall, but usually making specific visits to the station for research purposes having created some of the future's most important literary work. For many years, Yate was overlooked. Now, more people visit the shopping centre in Yate than the Royal Crescent in Bath. The new Volvo. This is... The new electric Volvo estate. Sweden's answer to the problem of global warming. The Gotland-class diesel-electric hybrid submarine has a displacement of 159... One, I beg your pardon. 15,500... 1,599 tonnes when submerged. Agaton Norberts, Sweden's top car critic, said from the conning tower of the new Volvo, it's a good drive, maybe not as fast as the S90, but it's very safe and very good thing. It uses a hell of a lot of electricity. Thank <laughs> you.